Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We start in the Boogie Down Bronx. The Giants visiting the Yankees. Yankees minus 185 on the money line. The Giants are plus 150. The total is 7.5. Logan Webb going for San Francisco. Garrett Cole going for New York. It is a 105 first pitch. Chelsea, you betting on this bad boy? I don't think so, but I do have an angle here because if you look at Garrett Cole, some of the San Francisco hitters actually have some really good splits against him. Uh, You have three guys with home runs uh, against Garrett Cole, and also you have multiple guys hitting over 300. Brandon Crawford, who also is Garrett Cole's brother-in-law. I think somebody married somebody's sister, uh, so they know each other pretty well, hitting 300 with a home run and three RBI off Cole. Uh, And also you've got Jock Peterson hitting 444 over nine at bat. So there are some guys that maybe have Garrett Cole's number. So I think I'd be looking at the Giants plus one and a half because that's also a bet you can make. It's minus 140. I think the Giants can keep it close. And also another thing you probably need to consider in this matchup is the weather. This time of year is still not exactly baseball weather in some of the northeastern cities. I think it's supposed to be in the 40s in New York. So I think maybe the unders in play as well. So especially when runs are at a premium, that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to take the one and a half with the Giants. Oh, I like that. I will probably lean towards the under because of the weather, which you mentioned, and some of the splits there. I don't really want to lay a buck 85 with the Yankees. And as we will talk about throughout the entire Major League Baseball season, when it's Yankees, Dodgers, sometimes the Astros, there's always a lot of public money on those teams, so it's tough to find value. Right here in D.C., the Braves are in town. Braves laying 250 on the money line. The Nats are plus 200. The total is at eight. Max Freed going for Atlanta. 
Patrick Corbin going for Washington. It is a 105 first pitch. And Chelsea, I'm going to make the most obvious bet possible, which is fade Patrick Corbin. I'm going to go Braves, alternate run line. It's minus 145, I think, right now. The regular run line, which, of course, is normally one and a half, is two and a half for this game. We know Patrick Corbin, ERA over six last year. The Nats have an awful bullpen. I don't know if he's going to get any run support. Max Free, one of the best in the game. This is not a slam dunk. No bet is, but I just don't see the Nats keep a pace with the Braves here. I think you do that, but you can do it in other ways because that's the great thing about baseball is you can be a little bit more creative with your bet. So I go Braves team total over four and a half. So you are squarely fading Patrick Corbin and you don't have to deal with any nonsense about relievers giving up runs late in the game. Uh, Because, again, looking at the splits, Patrick Corbin doesn't really have great splits against anybody, but if you look at the Braves lineup, you have four guys who have multiple home runs against Patrick Corbin, and it makes sense because it's the National League East, so these two teams have faced each other quite a bit. So I'm going to bank on this Braves lineup to stay hot, and plus they have some guys that played in the World Baseball Classic. I think that Mm -hmm. is a great angle going into opening day guys who have already seen meaningful and intense at bats going into the season, as opposed to these other guys who have simply played in spring training games, which don't have the same cachet. Ronald Acuna Jr. is one of those guys who played in the the world baseball classic and also uh, a really good hitter. So I think that's the angle for me. Braves team total over four and a half against the nationals. Ooh, I may look at that as well. Also, I was reading that of all the opening day starters, Patrick Corbin pitched the fewest innings in spring training. So I think that I think that is another reason to fade him. You've got all these hitters who've gotten this extra work because of the World Baseball Classic you were talking about. Patrick Corbin has not. Maybe they're trying to save him for the season, but I feel like he needs to work when your ERA is over six, at least it was in 2022. In Boston, the Orioles are in town with the Red Sox laying a buck 25. The Orioles are plus 105. The total set at nine. Kyle Gibson going for the O's. Corey Kluber going for the Red Sox. First pitch, 210 at Fenway Park. Chelsea, where are you going? This is a tougher one to decide because I'm not sure if I can trust either of these teams. Kyle Gibson's a solid pitcher, but coming off a season where it was kind of a down year for him. And also the Red Sox have a lot of lefties that hit pretty well. So it is a good matchup for them going against the righty in Kyle Gibson on paper. It should be a good matchup for guys like Rafi Devers, who has a, a 333 batting average against Kyle Gibson career But also, Rafi Devers did not have a great WBC. Yes, he got those at-bats, but it was not a good time for him. I think he was like 2 of 17 during the World Baseball Classic. Uh, Maybe the overs in play here. I think both these offenses can probably get something going. But also, another place where the weather may be a factor, because I don't think Boston is one of those places where it's warmed up to, you know, 70 degrees. I need to double-check that. But still, uh, probably leaning towards the over, but not an official play for me. I think I'm going to take a stab on the O's here at plus money. I get why everyone is excited about the Red Sox this season, and that's why they are the most bet over team at BetMGM. But there's so many ifs built into that happening, like if their lineup can be effective without Xander Bogarts, if Alberto Mondesi can return and stay healthy, if – Masataka Yoshida is going to be the player they hope they can be. So until then, I'm going to roll with a little Orioles magic here and go O's plus 105 on the money line. I need a little plus money on the card. 
in the Windy City. Brewers are in town to take on the Cubs at Wrigley. Brewers minus 145 on the money line. The Cubs are plus 120. And the total set at 7.5 should be a great pitching matchup. Corbin Burns going for the Brew Crew. Marcus Stroman going for the Cubbies. A 220 first pitch in Chicago. Chelsea, what say you? Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, this is one word, weather always matters. And at, every single time you're playing Cubs games, you need to make sure you know what's going on with the wind. So this is not a game that I would play early in the morning. You need to kind of wait till game time to see what's going on because Wrigley can definitely have those swirling winds that make a huge impact. Obviously, the pitching mismatch looks like one on paper. Corbin Burns, the much better pitcher here. Uh, and looking at some of these splits uh, against the Cubs, it's pretty solid. There are a couple guys that have good numbers. Dansby Swanson, a couple home runs and hitting 556. So maybe a guy to target if you're looking uh, for some value in DFS matchups. But I'll say this about Corbin Burns. He was one of those guys in spring training that didn't pitch a lot of innings. So maybe he is one that has a shorter leash here. So uh, that is the question mark. Yes, you are playing Corbin Burns, but he only threw mm -hmm. 36 pitches in um, – any of his starts, like that's the most he pitched. So maybe a shorter leash for Corbin Burns. I think I'm going to go under here. And it is seven and a half, so not a very high total. But you do have two exceptional pitchers on the mound. You're talking about the weather there in Chicago. And I know the Cubs added some punch to their lineup in the offseason with Swanson and Trey Mancini. But I'm really not sold yet on either of these teams generating a ton of runs, especially with these guys on the mound. And – I went back and looked at some trends from last season, which you always have to take with a grain of salt, right? Different season. But in the Brewers' final six games against right-handers, the under was 5-0-1. So let's go under seven and a half runs today at Wrigley. More baseball to get to in Tampa. Tigers at the Rays. The Rays laying 225 on the money line. The Tigers are plus 185. The total set at seven. Erod going for Detroit. Shane McClanahan going for Tampa. First pitch at 310 at the drop. Chelsea, do you have a play between the Tigers and the Rays? The first glance I had at this game was thinking, oh, this looks like an under game because uh, the Tigers can't score runs and Tampa Bay has their ace on the mound. But I'm not sure how long we'll see Shane McClanahan go. The Rays are famous for pulling their starters pretty early because they're always very cautious, especially with young guys. Um, but I think it's got to be the Rays in some way. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the Rays on the, the the not the money line, the run line, because I do think it's going to be the Rays who end up uh, winning this game. You look at the splits. Nobody has good numbers against Shane McClanahan from the Tigers. And honestly, like I said, the Tigers were one of the worst scoring offenses in all of baseball last season. And then another player to target from the World Baseball Classic, Randy Rosarino had some of the best numbers in the WBC. He's leading off, uh, I would imagine, probably for Tampa Bay today. So maybe another player to target in DFS. How much do you take the WBC into account when looking at these early games? It's, it's, a, it's a good heads up and a good thing to look at if you need some sort of angle, right? Yeah, because these players not only have gotten extra at-bats, they have gotten meaningful clutch at-bats. So if these guys are, you know, zoned in, like Randy or Rosarena, it's a good indicator of, hey, this guy's seeing the ball well, especially in big-time matchups. It is not the same thing as spring training when the games are worth nothing. And so those are guys, I think, that will probably start the season off hot. 
if I had to play this game and I'm not, I think I would lean under. I'm certainly not laying 225 at the Rays at all. The Rays don't hit anyone. And McClanahan at the end of last season lost four straight games to end the year by scores of five to nothing, seven to one, two to one, two to one. So until he gets some run support, I'm staying away from Tampa. I would go under seven instead. In Arlington, the Rangers hosting the Phillies. Rangers minus 130 in the money line. The Phillies plus 110. The total is low. Six and a half. Why? Because you got Aaron Nola going for Philadelphia and Jacob deGrom making his debut for the Rangers. It is a 4.05 first pitch. Man, going to be so strange to see deGrom in a Rangers uniform. You going with Texas here? I am not because we have no guarantees that Jacob deGrom mm-hmm. is going to make it to the fifth inning. He is one of those guys, one of those pitchers that didn't pitch a ton of pitches in spring. Like his start that had the most pitches out of all of spring was 34. So he's not going deep in these games. And also, this is a guy that's made of glass. Like, can't you just see him coming out in the fourth inning with an oblique strain or something? So I don't think you ever play the team that DeGrom's playing for, you know, on the money line, heavily juiced. For that reason, the Phillies are still a great team. I think this is a great plus money play. Aaron Nola is a solid veteran. I'll go with the Phillies here. Yeah, I can't I can't decide what I'm going to do. I might lean Rangers, actually, just because I'm a little worried about that Philly lineup. Obviously, Bryce Harper's not going to get back until after the All-Star break. Reese Hoskins now out. So, yeah, Matt makes a very good point. The Phillies have seen DeGrom before, but I might lay it with the Rangers in Arlington. Why not? Finally, do you have a play on the Pirates and the Reds? It's in Cincinnati. The Reds are minus 140. The Pirates are plus 115. The total is eight and hook. Mitch Keller going for the Buccos and Hunter Green going for the Reds. First pitch, 410. So much afternoon baseball. It's great. Yeah, this is not a game that I had circles that I want to bet on that I want to watch. So it's a no play from me. I don't think you can trust either of these pitchers. Hunter Green is famous for having lines of 10 strikeouts, five home runs, seven walks, and the loss. So, yes, he has electric stuff. Maybe we'll see him turn a corner this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the, the Reds are hoping so, too, but not somebody I can trust just yet. Here's what I wrote about this game. I do not want to bet on the Pirates and the Reds. If there were 55 other games on the schedule, I would still not want to bet on the Pirates and the Reds. I would honestly rather talk about UAB facing North Texas in the NIT in Las Vegas. Why? Because neither of those teams are the Pirates or the Reds. There you go. No interest in that game at all. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.